welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. You know, today we are talking all about peaceful parenting, and we have an amazing guest joining us to share some great tips to help us out along the way. Now, of course, I want to kick things off with a Bible verse. Now, if you are new to the show, this is something that we do just about every single episode because we truly believe here at Your Life Rocks that life balance starts first with Jesus. And everything that we ever need in any part of our life is found in the Word of God. That is one of our foundational truths here within the podcast, within our online membership. Everything that we do is that God has to come first. And so as I was preparing for this show and preparing for our interview with our guest, it really just dawned on me how great it is when we are surrounding ourselves with like-minded people, when we're surrounding ourselves with people who inspire us, encourage us, challenge us sometimes to go forth with the Word of God. And that is why I actually have two verses for you today, because, you know, if it's good with one, then it's good with two, right? Even better. So the first verse that I really want to share with you is Jeremiah 3.15. Now, this is the English Standard Version. And there are other versions that use other words, but this is one that I just happen to really like the verbiage of. But either way, meaning is still the same. And it reads, And I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. And I think that this verse really has been impactful for me. And even in the last couple of days, as God has kind of convicted me of a couple things and where I'm seeking truth from, but really knowing that God has equipped us with his knowledge. Like when you are surrounding yourself with people who are plugged into the word and you allow them to share some knowledge and understanding with you using your own discernment, always your own discernment with the word of God, but knowing that God has sent people out there. And it links so perfectly into the next verse, which is Matthew 9, 37. And I'm going to read this one straight from my Bible because I was reading this exactly this morning when he said this to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray that the Lord of the harvest send out laborers into his harvest. And the reason why I love these two verses together is because the first verse really talks about how God is sending out those people. He's sending out those people who have knowledge that you can learn from them, that they know his word and that they can help you understand his word and apply his word to your life. And knowing that there are people out there, just like Jessica, just like our guest, that are out there spreading this word, spreading the love of God and the grace of God so that we can all understand. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today is how we can take that understanding of God and who he is and move it into our parenting styles. Because as working moms, parenting is hard. It's really, really hard. It's the number one source of guilt for us. It's the number one thing that makes us feel off balance, 
that and probably a little bit of self-care. But really, it, it all is circular, right? It's all connected. It all works in together. It all intertwines together. And so the other reason why I wanted to talk about Matthew 9.37 is, you know, Jessica is here to share some great wisdom with us, but we need to be praying for her. We need to be praying for more people like her that want to speak up and speak out about what God is doing in their life, what he has taught them through their life experiences so that we can learn and have a greater understanding as well. Now, I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this interview. One, because Jessica has so much wisdom to share with us, but number two, because she's really entertaining and quite funny. So I know that you are really going to love my conversation with her. Now, I want to thank our sponsor before we jump into the interview, Life Balance Membership, where you can find the Life Balance Bible Study, Setting Goals in God's will. It is the foundation work before you even get started in learning the systems for life balance. And you can start a free seven-day trial by going to lifebalancemembership.com. Our guest today is Jessica Kastner, and she is an award-winning journalist and a contributor for beliefnet.com, Huffington Post, Christianity Blog, and cbn.com. As Connecticut's coordinator for Straight Ahead Ministries, she shares God's message of hope by leading Bible studies in juvenile detention centers. How amazing is that? When she's not on the trampoline with her three boys in her hometown of Southington, Connecticut, Jessica offers her commentary on Christian life at jessicacastner.com. Now, Jessica is a full-time working mom, and you'll hear us talk about this a little bit as we're getting started in the interview. She, being on the East Coast, was on her lunch break, and I, on the West Coast, was just starting out my work day doing this interview before I start into my actual work day. We are both working moms, and so these tips are, like I always say in the intro, from one working mom to another. I hope and know that these will bless you in so many ways. So without further ado, let's get into my interview with Jessica. Welcome, Jessica. I am so excited to have you on the podcast and to hear some wisdom about parenting from you. I know it's going to be a great show, but before we dive into all of the awesomeness that you've prepared for us, tell us a little bit more about who you are, where you are, all of that good stuff. Oh, thanks for having me on, Jenny. I'm so happy to be with you guys. So I have three boys. I live in Connecticut. I work full-time at a book publisher um, in media engagement and I just came out with my first books. I've always loved writing. It's a really exciting time in my life. I feel like God's just making kind of all the long dreams of my life kind of come true. So we're just enjoying this season. My kids are 8, 10, and 17 now. So I love these ages. So I just feel like I'm at the time of life where I'm eager to share. I call it wisdom mined from the trenches because I feel like <laughs> I earned every good thing. <laughs> so thanks for having me. Absolutely. Gosh, 8, 10, and 17. Mine are 8 and 12. So oh. kind of in a similar range, but both boys. And you have all three boys too, right? Yeah. Yep. They're yeah. so fun. They are fun. Crazy mom of being a boy mom. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Love it. All right. Good. Well, I am so excited. I know you are recording this on your lunch break and I'm recording this right before I go into work. <laughs> so this is working like this is life, right? For us working totally. moms. So I love that you are on. Thank you so much for making time in your day for us. Now, have you always been a working mom or were you a stay at home mom at one point in time? So I have a slightly less traditional kind of trajectory. I was a single mom before I became a Christian. I got pregnant in college. I was a single mom for seven years. I worked 
full time from the age of like when he was one. And then when I was married, I quit my job for five years till the youngest started kindergarten. So now I've been back at work full time for about four years. So I really like have experience and I feel like I can help people in all of those different phases and experiences. So yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Like you've lived into every type of, just about every type of mom that there could be. Yeah, Yeah. that's great. That's great. Mm -hmm. Well, this is probably why you have so much great wisdom to share with us about how we can Mm -hmm. be really great moms as working moms. But, you know, that's a lot to balance between an eight-year-old, a 10-year-old, 17-year-old, a husband, full-time job, plus writing a book and doing everything that that encompasses. So talk to me a little bit about life balance, because that's what we're all about here on Your Life Rock. So what does balance look like for you? How do you define that for your life? So for me, I feel like it shouldn't look the same for anybody. But one of my strongest messages is just figuring out your own mothering style, forgetting everything that you thought life was supposed to be or feel like, or what you're supposed to be successful or enjoy, and just figure it out for yourself. And it took a while for me to do that. I don't think it happens overnight. So for me, balance is put the Lord first. So I do, I wake up early, have my quiet time. I just need it. Half the time is just with my eyes closed, listening to worship music. So whatever you need to connect with the Lord. So that's how it all happens. That's the foundation. I don't think there can be true balanced and abundant life without that. So besides that, I feel that I just kind of made my own routine. I, I feel like it's being present with your kids. I feel like it's just I do love envisioning before I come home from work. So it's a little stressful. You know, you walk in the door, there's dinner, there's homework due, and there's a million other things. And I just kind of have learned to be more purposeful and just think about what I want the next three hours to look like. Because for so many years, it just seemed like chaos. I mean, it still is. Don't get me wrong. Anybody who, I don't know, these mothers are like walking in. But I feel like (laughs) I've learned to just be more purposeful and more present instead of just like, surviving. I like on your website, you say, we're not meant to just army crawl or just struggle through the day, survive the day. And I used to do that for so many years until I just felt so exhausted. And so like, you're not doing anything right. You're not doing, you know, living to the fullest in any of these categories. So I just kind of started being more prayerful, even just about the next hour. Okay. I want the next hour. I want bedtime to be peaceful. I want to connect with them because otherwise it just feels like a circus, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If we treat it like a circus, it will feel like a circus. Yeah. Yep. So yep. that's I love that. I love that. That's so perfect. Well, and everything that you've said is exactly what this show is all about and just really helping to equip working moms to create that own balance for themselves, to define it for what it is for them, not the expectations that other people put on them. So I'm really excited to learn from you. And it's funny that you use the word peace because as I was looking over your success tips that you're going to share with us, I was like, oh my gosh, this is all about like peaceful parenting. It's like peaceful parenting 101. Yes, <laughs> and I totally. love, 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 love all of that that you have for us. Now, before we get into those great tips that you have shared with us, tell us a little bit about the book that you wrote. What is it called? What is it about? And why should we read it? Okay. So it'll be really quick. It's called, it's really just a a funny memoir. It's called Hiding from My Kids in My Prayer Closet, Finding Grace and Laughter When Motherhood Gets Real. And it's really just from my life, funny stories with tips. And it's so funny. Everybody's like, what's the big takeaway? What's the big message? That's what the publishers want to know. And I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's just like to make people laugh and know that they're not alone and that they're not 
the only one struggling because I feel like in Christian circles, especially, and I experienced that when I first became a Christian, I was a new mom, and I feel like we have a tendency to feel pressure to put forth a sense of togetherness and not quote unquote complain or share what we're really struggling with or what we feel disappointed or lacking in because then it might seem like we're not grateful and we're not really, you know, strong Christians and I'm so opposite of that. I just feel, I just appreciate being real. And I feel there's so much freedom when you could just say, you know what? I feel like this isn't that joyful. Like I have a hard time, like just sitting on the floor with my toddler and it's lonely. And I, I don't feel the rainbows that I'm supposed to feel. <laughs> Proverbs 31 woman. I always said she was medicated. I have no way. Like, getting up and waking early with her children, praising her all around her. Like, but you know, I was raised in a Christian home and I feel like we have this ideal in our heads, whether it's our mothers who are mostly stay at home moms, at least in my community that I was raised, you know, my mom is a pastor's wife and Things just seemed perfect and easy, and life was so less complicated back then, I think. So now here we are with our kids, and I just feel like there's just this coming up short, not really being successful, just a feeling. And I feel like sometimes we place it on ourselves, sometimes we place it on each other, but I do think it's exaggerated in Christian circles, because I feel like your home is uh, an example of Christ's authority in your life, and you know we have the peace that surpasses all understanding, but we can't even like make it to breakfast without having a breakdown in traffic driving to the school. So... I wanted to put something out there that's a little different in the Christian realm and just say it's okay. Like, but you could still feel joy, but it doesn't mean you're going to be like skipping to the bus stop every day. Like, come on. Right. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. So it's been fun. I, I'm so grateful to be able to share it. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. And it's so true, right? Like there is like this unspoken expectation of how we're supposed to be living our lives or the way that we're supposed to be feeling and you know, really even just like living into the word of God, but then we also somehow know we're not going to be perfect on the side of heaven, yet we hold ourselves to that expectation of perfection when we know that's not possible. Like it's a vicious circle of just crazy lies that we tell ourselves. I totally think so too. There's so much and you don't even realize it. I think we're just kind of, we're raised and we live life without even realizing that we think those things. So a lot of my, I'm doing another book that's just, it's called Unmom. Just about like, let's erase everything that we thought and just like, what do we want for motherhood? Like, what do we think it really means to be a mom? Because I think sometimes it's all like the meals you cook and the organization and the craft times and Instagram. And I just feel like motherhood to me, and this is my last big thing is because you mentioned peace. I really think it's all about the atmosphere that you create in your house. So there are so many things where you walk in, I'm a mess, but I feel like we're really joyful. I feel like people notice a difference walking in our house, which hopefully most Christian homes you would think you notice, you know, you feel a difference. So I don't think that's so special, but that's my thing. I feel like I could fail at every other area. I just feel like I'm coming up short, but that is something that I think is the core of motherhood is just providing an atmosphere of peace and joy and love. And the rest will come, right? With prayer and leaning on the Lord, it might take a while. The rest will come. But I feel like that's what being a mother is for me. And it could be different for everybody else. But yeah, that's awesome. And this is such a great leeway into the tips that you have shared with us on how we can really live into that and dive a little bit deeper into some of the things that you have shared with us. All right. So jumping into these great tips that you have prepared for us, Jessica, thank you so much for this because it's really, really great. And I know number one, you've already kind of hit on it a little bit, but really talking about the way that you incorporate God in your life. So talk to us a little bit more about that. So I feel that 
When I was a stay-at-home mom, I feel like when I look back at my relationship with the Lord and the fruit and the peace and the joy that I had, it was definitely like a little lackluster. And I feel like back then I was not, because you're so tired. I had two babies within two years. They were 17 months apart. Oh my gosh. I feel like, oh, it was a nightmare. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so unplanned, you know, just the Lord. Oh, he's so funny. So I feel I was just tired. It was the hard, honestly, it was the hardest part of any of my motherhood. Even as a single mom, because at least I only had one. I had a lot of support. So it's such a heart for young moms that are at home with multiple kids. There's just nothing like it. So I didn't put as much time into my relationship with the Lord because I felt like, well, I'm not out there in the worldly workplace. I'm just home. I'm doing what I should do. I'm raising my kids. I quit my job for them. <laughs> so I feel that I didn't have the quiet time. I didn't have my scripture time really probably for years. I mean, here and there, I'd pray in the shower, pray when I jog. But then probably four years ago when I went back to work, I just said, that's it. Like, I just need to put him first. I really need to like invest in my relationship with the Lord. I've been a Christian for 15 years, but I'm lacking joy. And ever since then I could go on and on. I mean, so much changed, even within a few months, really, it was amazing. So people ask, what's your advice to moms? How can you help moms focus on the Lord? Like everything else comes into place. So even if you can't do it in the mornings, I also am not about rules or routine at all. So if that means two o'clock when the kids are napping, if that means before bed, whatever that means to you, but it's just not the same as driving to work. I used to be like, well, my commute is 50 minutes on the freeway. But when you're flying across traffic and trying not to scream at people, you can't really have quality time with the Lord. So it is being still. And one of my biggest scripture verses, I have two for moms for my life is Psalm 46, be still and know that I am God because if you're a high energy, busy person, especially if you're plucked from career life or just whatever your life looks like, having kids forces you to be still. It does. Even just walking fast on the speed walker, I'll never forget you're having your purse and they're, oh my gosh, they're so slow. Just kill me. <laughs> I feel like, oh, so just be still. And God taught me like, and so I feel that motherhood slows you down like that in ways that you might not have experienced if you don't have kids and just being reflective and meditative and thinking and being aware of your thoughts like motherhood brings us so much closer to God and it's not always easy. So that is one of my just biggest messages. It seems so simple, but there's a difference between like quality time with the Lord because then you will have peace. You'll have patience for your kids. You'll be more, he just transcends it all, you know? So it's just something that I still need to hear and remember because it's tricky when you're tired and you're juggling a million things, you're working, there's ministry. It's like, oh, well, I do a Bible study. So, but you still need that time with just you and Jesus because you just won't be filled up. You can't give to your kids if you're not all the way filled up. Amen to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I recently wrote a Bible study for our membership group where it's just, you know, diving into what God says in all the different areas of our life, because I feel like so much of what the world would have us do. And even in our own flesh, like if we don't think about it and we just live life, we end up in silos, right? And like in faith yeah. is like this weird silo over in the corner that's reserved for, you know, Sundays or, you know, whenever totally. you think about it, but really it's not part of like every part of your life when really, if you make it part of every part of your life, your finances, like yeah. they sort out your relationship, you're being a mom, like work, it all just works out when you seek him first. And it is amazing that we know that. So, and we've experienced it and then we still get away with it or forget. It's like, how do we forget that when you see the finances and all the blessings and all the way he makes everything just hold? It's amazing that we ever get away from it. Right. But right. in the world, it's just the way it is. It's like, what, what was, what's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. So we all need to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of equate it almost to like unhealthy eating. Like we know it's going to make us feel like crap yet. We do it anyway. Oh, Totally. Oh my gosh. Perfect analogy. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I love that. So number one, seek God first. So anyone who's been listening to the show, they're like, yes, I get it. And if you haven't started doing that yet, this is your sign. This is your time to start seeking him first. All right. So number two for peaceful parenting, what do you have for us? So especially for working moms or just moms in full-time ministries, you don't necessarily have to be working. There's a lot of passions and callings that you might mm-hmm. not get paid over your volunteering. So moms who are doing other things, other callings, I find that one of the ways I felt less guilty and just like I had a more abundant life as a mom is just knowing that it's quality versus quantity. So I have known a lot of stay-at-home moms that might never actually have quality time with their kids, even if you're under the same roof. So I would say I'd rather have, so when I get home from work, of course I make dinner and there's homework, but I try to just have something, whether it's playing Uno playing hide and go seek or putting on the Bethel YouTube station and having a dance party, an hour and a half, I take an hour and a half of one-on-one present solid one-on-one time over six hours of just having them around me while I'm like half in it, half-heartedly just like, okay, going through the emotions, but secretly thinking about the email I want to finish when I'm sitting there playing a card game with them. So, and it's a way to help us to not feel so guilty because I do, I think that there is that self accusatory voice of like, should you be caring so much? Should you look forward to work? Like, and I do think that's higher and more of a magnitude in Christian circles. So I think, and just to be present, I feel that it's not just putting your phone down. It's not just, you know, not answering an email, but really just committing. And it's hard. I feel one of the hardest things for me was, especially as a stay at home mom, is the pretend play, the sitting there and just like with the action figures, especially when they only had one. So you're their only playmate. And it was, I mean, death to the soul. (laughs) I would have to set little timelines. Okay. 3.30. I can do this to 3.30, but I'm going to be in it because doing anything like half-heartedly doesn't feel good. Even when, no matter what it is with the relationship with your spouse, like if you're not really in it, it doesn't feel good for anybody. So that's one of the things I've learned that's helped. That's really, really good. And you know, the whole quality over quantity, quantity over quality, whichever way you want to look at it, Mm -hmm. right? For me, that's always been like the big key. I remember when I first became a working mom and one of my mentors, my boss, actually, she was a working mom and she was the one who asked me like point blank, are you going to be a more of a quality time mom or more of a quantity time mom? And I was like, Oh, I never really thought about it that way. But like recently I did step back from my corporate career. And while I was working for myself and kind of operating a business, I was home a whole lot more and Mm. divided attention, never really having the quality time I wanted to have with my kids. And then recently going back to corporate life, now it's like a different bucket of time. And now I can be a lot more intentional about the quality of the time that I am spending with them. And to your third point about being more present, I mean, that really is key because that's where for me, mom guilt comes from strong is when I know yes. I'm not giving 100% present attention to my kids. That feels so bad. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it feels gross inside. And when I go to bed, I'm like, oh my gosh, I missed so many opportunities. And that's where I can start to really beat myself up and let the enemy come in and he yes. will just take a hold of that and run with it if we let him. I know it's the worst feeling. Yep. And he will. So, and I think a lot of it is just, I go into, cause you might not enjoy it. So even if you're totally present and like a committed, I'm going to play this cowboy game, whatever they want to do. I mean, I even learned how to play Xbox Halo with my 13 year old when he was only 13. Cause I'm like, how am I going to bond with him? It was a living night, everything about it. But I was like, I just want to do something with him. So I didn't enjoy it. It was tough, but I feel like that even was like self kind of like, you don't even like doing this, but I feel like, but I'm doing it. And I like the look on his face and just the interaction. So it's okay if we don't even enjoy it, but as long as we're present and in it, 
And like God sees that. I feel like that's sacrificial. <laughs> yeah. You gotta play Xbox. No mom wants to play Xbox. And it's no. like, no, <laughs> that's okay. You're not supposed to feel like happy and joyful. I mean, maybe some do, but it's tough for a lot of us. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I, time I had my first child, like I don't enjoy craft time, the mommy and me story times. I remember going to the mom play groups and they talk about, oh, this teeth's coming in, oh, how many months? And I didn't want to talk about it. I wanted to talk about politics. Like I just, and after a while, I'm like, that's okay. That is okay. Cause there's so many things that make me a great mom. There's so many things I do prioritize. So it's just letting go of all that, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And hats off to you for learning to play Xbox. Oh my, do you know how many little controls and buttons are on those things? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You know what? My kids finally gave up because I'm so bad at it that it's yes. like painful for them to watch me, but <laughs> they just want me to be present with them while they're playing. So I just get to sit there and be like, Oh, good job. Oh, look, get that guy over there. They always give me a job. Like mommy, you have to look for <laughs> the bad guys that I might not see. So that's my job. So they, uh, yeah, but I'm not allowed to hold the controller anymore. Well, it's yeah. funny you said that because my son, it's actually in my book under a whole chapter of like technology. And he's like, mom, you're shooting yourself. Mom, you're killing our team. Like, I just, <laughs> so it didn't last long. I have to say, I got to be truthful. It didn't last long. Oh my gosh. It's so funny because my oldest one, he was trying to teach me how to play a new game and he goes, you're ruining my stats. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry. Oh my gosh. It's so hilarious. The thing oh my gosh. Doing, right? right. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, this is so good. And I'm really excited to hear your last tips that you have for us because these have been really, really great and just really life affirming. So, but before we get to those, we need to hear a word from our sponsor. Hey guys, I had to interrupt this interview with Jessica for just a brief moment to tell you a little bit more about Life Balance Membership. They are our sponsor for this show and really the backbone to everything that we do with this podcast. Inside of the membership, the very first thing that you'll do is kick things off with our Bible study. Now, you can do the study in four weeks or eight weeks, completely up to you. You are in control of how this rolls out for you, but it's foundational because it really is letting you dive in and hear from Jesus about what does he say about marriage and finances and faith and parenting and career and health and home and friends and family. Everything that we talk about when we talk about those eight areas of life There's stuff in the Bible about all of that. And that is really our instructional guide for how we should be setting our goals for our life. So that is your very first step as a member. Now, once you have those clearly defined goals of what you want to do to move towards that will of God for 90 days, so we only work in 90-day increments, then you start to learn the life balance system and how you can unpack those goals and move towards those goals in a 90-day period. We're talking about monthly stuff, weekly planning, daily planning, All of that encompasses inside the Life Balance membership. Now, we also have a lot of other courses. So if you are trying to put together a morning routine for yourself and struggling a little bit, but you know how impactful that can be for you, we've got a course for you on that. If you're looking for other things like that, we have a lot of other mini courses, a lot of other tools to help you be successful. One of my favorite tools that we have right now, because it's January and I am a little bit more focused 
on my health and what I'm doing to take care of my body, one of my favorite tools that we have in there is this one sheet laminated guide. Well, I laminated it. You can print it out and laminate it if you want, but it really is just a visual reminder of what I'm doing with my food, what I wanna do with my water, how I'm moving my body that I can put on my refrigerator to remind me visually of what I am actually doing. Not so much of what my goals are, but what are the activities that I need to do in order to fulfill those goals? Because if I'm focused on those activities, well, then I'm more likely to do them. And if I'm likely to do the activities, I'm more likely to get to where I wanna go. Makes sense, right? So all of that can be found inside Life Balance Membership plus so much more. So many bonuses from our podcast guests can be found in there too. You can start your free seven-day trial by going to lifebalancemembership.com. We have a ton of different membership options from a monthly option, which is less than $10 a month, by the way, or you can sign up for 90 days at a time or even longer. Up to you how you wanna do that, but check it out. You can take a peek around for free for seven days. Go to lifebalancemembership.com. All right, now let's get back to our interview with Jessica. Welcome back, everyone. We have been talking with Jessica Kastner, and she is sharing with us five tips for peaceful parenting. And you guys, this has been really, really great. So number one is really putting God first and learning to be still. I love that you talked about being still and how being a mom, motherhood just kind of makes us do that, but really putting him first in every part of our life. Then you shared with us a little bit about quality versus quantity parenting and really that hour and a half of being focused and really linking that to number three, which is being present with our kids. And sometimes it's not always fun, but definitely worth it. So Jessica, I'm really excited to hear these last couple tips that you have for us. Absolutely. And I'll conclude with my last point. I think that what really helps if you're a working mom, if you're out of the house a lot, is think about what the most difficult part of being a working parent is. Like what gives you the most stress, whether it's bedtime or pickups, coordinating pickups if you have kids have a lot of after school activities, that kind of thing. But for me, it was dinner. So I just felt like from start to finish, it was just an hour and a half of misery because I'm terrible at cooking. My kids all eat separate things. They're all so picky. So it wouldn't even be enjoyable. And then I'm cleaning up. So I just decided a couple of years ago, you know what? I bought a ninja kale and we make fruit smoothies. It's more nutritious than almost anything I was trying to feed them anyways. And they'll do like bread and some <laughs> organic chicken nuggets. And honestly, that's our dinner like all the time, like almost every other day. I mean, I try to mix it up a little. Of course, we order pizza every Friday, but, and I used to feel guilty about that. I used to feel like, oh, I remember growing up, I would run to the table. You know, my mom was a great cook, but she had time and she loved cooking and she was at home. So I just let it go. I, you know, nothing is going to make it on Instagram, <laughs> but that's okay. I don't feel guilty about it. They're getting, you know, multivitamins and we enjoy dinner now. And yeah, so it's just like just doing things your own way, just without feeling guilty. I love that. And I think it's so freeing. I mean, for us, you know, there are nights I, I mean, I, like I said before, I really am not a good cook. I don't enjoy cooking, but I try, like I definitely do try, but then I sometimes feel guilty because very rarely do we all sit down at the dinner table at once. I mean, Mm. we're all just too busy and running around and you know, when we do, it's like a special occasion, but we're still together. Like we might be eating standing, like last night we were standing up in the kitchen eating soup, (laughs) but like talking about our days. And I thought, you know what? Like who cares if it's not 
Instagram worthy or comparable to what we see on TV or movies or the expectations that I've dreamt up in my head of what a family dinner should be. Because honestly, like most nights, it's like, well, here's some leftover chicken or here's some ham and some vegetables. Like it's just like handfuls of this and that and the other and they don't really go together. But my kids like it. It's all stuff they'll eat and it's all stuff that's nutritious. So I love that you've kind of given us permission to define that for ourselves and let go of some of the guilt. Oh, so freeing. Oh, I just let you know that. That makes me happy just hearing that. Cause yeah, I feel like we had dinners every night sitting down and I feel like now I'll just kind of shove food in my face while I'm cooking their food. But I read a devotional. We have little Dr. Dobson's family devotionals and we'll talk about our day and I don't eat at all with them. And that that used to feel bad to me until, yeah, you just make it your own way. So Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Making it your own way. That's like the tweetable (laughs) from this whole episode, Jessica. Thank you so much for spending your lunch hour at work with us and sharing these tips with us. They were absolutely incredible. Now, where can people find more about you? Where can they find your book? So my website is jessicacastner.com. I also have a really fun, it's a relatively new Facebook community called Hashtag Unmom, where people just upload their funny pictures or, I mean, encouragement just for very real moms. So only invite nice ones, but that's been fun. And you can get my book anywhere, (laughs) Amazon, Birds and Noble, anywhere. I love it. I love it. We'll link to everything that you have to share, your Facebook group, your book, and certainly your blog. I love reading your articles on there. They are highly entertaining and so relatable. So thank you so much for putting yourself out there in that way. And we'll link to all of that on our show notes page by going to yourliferocks.com forward slash podcast. Jessica, thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing so generously with us today. Oh, it's been wonderful. Thanks, Jenny. Good luck with everything. Your message is awesome. Thank you. So many great tips from Jessica. So very freeing. I know for me, even though everything she was saying is just so much on the line with what we talk about all of the time here on the podcast, I found myself renewed. That's why it's important that we have those people that can speak truth in our life and we can surround ourselves with people just like Jessica because we need to hear those things for ourselves. We need to be reminded of those truths that bring peace, not just in our parenting, but in every part of our life. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. If you would, just you can find us on social media or even on your little podcast app that you're listening to this on. There's probably a share button somewhere on there. But tag me, tag Your Life Rocks. I would certainly love to comment on those and see them go out. It makes my heart just super duper happy. And if you really love the show, consider leaving us a review in iTunes. It's truly my heart to be able to bring the message that life balance is possible to more moms out there. And the best way for them to find the show is in iTunes. And when you leave us a review there, it lets iTunes know that this is a show that they should probably be recommending to other people and it makes it easier for people to find. So it is kind of hard to find if you haven't already found it. I know some of you have emailed me saying, I finally found your show. I don't know where it's been all this time. I've been searching and it never came up. So we want other people to be able to find it as well. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I'm super excited for you to join us next week as we dive into a very important topic for working moms. Really for all moms, really for all women. We are going to be talking a little bit about personal development and kind of what that looks like and why it can get kind of gray and weird sometimes, but also why it's really important and most importantly, a healthy way to find balance as you're looking for that personal development for yourself, for your own growth. So until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.